All right. Uh, my name is Dylan Bertles, and welcome to Monsters of the Midway section of uh, the Variety Sports uh, podcast. Uh, here we just talk about the Bears, uh, specifically just because I'm a huge Bears fan. Um, so, with that being said, we're just going to jump right in it. <clears throat> I kind of just wanted to talk about everything that's been going on lately. Um, for you, you who don't know um, about what the Bears have did, um, we'll get right uh, with the draft. So, as everyone knows, uh, one of the biggest, I think, steals, in my opinion, I think it was the biggest steal of the draft, was the Bears trading up to get Justin Fields. Uh, I almost liked him more than Trevor Lawrence. And Zach Wilson. Uh, I mean, Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson are probably a little bit more accurate passers. Um, but just watching Justin's pro day, pro days, um, he was really good in both of them. Uh, I feel like he fell 11th. Um, one, because the Broncos decided not to take a quarterback. Because I feel like maybe they think something else is in the future for them. Um, hint, hint, wink, wink, Aaron Rodgers. Not that that would happen, but that's what I think they are thinking. Um, and also, uh, another reason why he dropped to number 11 was a lot of people started bringing up skepticism of him. Um, like saying, you know, he wasn't that good and... There's like a lot of thing, you know, a lot, lot of things wrong in his mechanics, and but I honestly don't know where they got that from, um, because if you go watch any of his games, um, I mean, in his college career, I think he really only had two bad games, and they weren't like terrible. They just could have been better compared to all his other ones. I mean, uh. You know, to go to the college national championship, you know, they played Clemson, and they destroyed Clemson. And Justin Fields outplayed Trevor Lawrence tremendously. It wasn't like a small, small performance, you know, of him outplaying him. Like, if you go back and watch that game, Justin Fields, he, he I mean, he just destroyed Trevor Lawrence. And he had hurt ribs and everything. So, I'm not really sure what people got all this skepticism of him and and started making assumptions that he wasn't that great um but uh I appreciate that because he dropped to number 11 for the bears um I didn't think we were going to move up and snag him to be honest I thought we were going to kind of bite our tongue and wait to see if Mac Jones dropped um to number 20 but I'm really glad we didn't, cause I don't think he would have been there. I don't, I don't think Mac Jones would have made it to 20, to be honest. Um, so I think Justin Fields was, was the right call. I think we got the second best quarterback in the draft. Um, I know I said earlier. I, I, I mean, I would almost put him up there. I, I would even say he's better than Trevor Lawrence in some ways, but obviously Trevor Lawrence is number one, so. He's right now. He's the best quarterback in the draft. I think we got the second best quarterback in the draft. Um, nothing against Zach Wilson. I just think 
overall <clears throat> with uh, what the NFL is turning into. Um, it's more of a, like a running QB type of league now. Um, and that's what Justin Fields is. And he's a really good passer. So I feel like we got the second best quarterback in the draft. Um, I feel like we got one of the best talents in the draft, obviously. So that was huge for us. <clears throat> I was also really worried about our offensive line, um, especially drafting fields. Um, I know a lot of people say, like, Chicago is where quarterbacks go to die because that's where, I mean, look, I mean, our best quarterback is Jay Cutler. I mean, that's, you know, that's not really saying a whole lot. So uh, we got Tevin Jenkins from o uh, Oklahoma State, offensive tackle. That was our second pick. And we got Larry Borum from Missouri. That was our second pick. He's also an offensive tackle. Two huge guys. Um, Tevin Jenkins is going to be a starter right away. Obviously, I think Larry Borum will be too. Um, they're both going to be plugged right into the offense, I think. Tevin's going to make a bigger impact than Larry, but um, it's still we still need to address the offensive line. So I thought through our first three picks watching the draft, I thought we were doing excellent. Uh, we we started addressing needs right off the bat. We got a quarterback. Obviously, everyone knows Bears needed a quarterback. Andy Dalton and Nick Foles, not the answer. So we addressed that instantly. We gave up a lot for Justin Fields, but we addressed that instantly. Justin Fields, bam, that got rid of our biggest worry right there. Second biggest worry was not protecting the quarterback because we haven't been doing that. Um, our offensive line was banged up last year, but we haven't been um, notoriously you know, named for how good we've taken care of our quarterbacks. So with Tevin and Larry, um, I feel like that brings a whole other concept to our offense. Um, Plugs two guys right in. Um, we should have a decent, healthy offensive line. Um, I'm not going to say we're going to be, you know, superb, but we'll be better than last year and we'll be healthy. I think we'll be able to protect um, Andy and Fields um, more than what we would have last year. Um, with our fourth pick, we got Khalil Herbert. Um, you know, we're already used to that name with Khalil Mack, but we got a guy named Khalil Herbert from Virginia Tech, running back. Um, he's not a very fast guy. I think he ran like a 5-3-40, something like that. Um, so not particularly fast, um, but he is a hard-nosed, straight-down-the-middle runner, um, which is nice, and we need someone to kind of help out with uh, David Montgomery. I know we got Damian Williams from from uh, Kansas City, but uh, um, getting Herbert. Um, is going to add a little bit more depth, and that's what we really need. So adding depth to our running back core, that's going to be nice just in case an injury pop up. He also was a um, punt and kick returner um, at Virginia Tech, and so I think he was averaging like 24 yards or something like that um, on those. So that'll be nice, especially with Cordell Patterson leaving. So now we can kind of plug him in um, right away also on that aspect for special teams. So... That'll be nice. So we addressed that need. We got some depth at a running back, so that that's nice. We also got another receiver, uh, Daz Newsom, North Carolina. Hopefully, it turns out better than the last North Carolina guy we got, uh, Mitch Trubisky. Um, <clears throat> Daz had an all right career, I guess. 
Um, 188 catches, 24, 35 yards, um, and 18 touchdowns. Like nothing superb, but he did play for North Carolina. Um, he's aver- he was averaging 13 yards a catch. Um, so he knows how to get yards after the catch. Um, and it's just nice we can kind of plug him into um, to give Fields and Dalton someone to work with. Um, so now we'll have, you know, we'll have uh, David Montgomery as a running back. We'll have Allen Robinson. Um, we just signed Marquise Goodwin. And we'll also have now Daz Newsom. So to me, that's that's going to help out a little bit um, because we'll be, we'll be able to plug him in a little bit. And we got uh, Mooney. Um, as well, so I feel like we, I mean we don't have like a stacked receiver core, um, but I feel like we have a pretty decent one. Um, so I'm not like a hundred percent concerned about you know like who we're gonna throw to or anything. Um, like I said, um, it's better than what we've kind of had in the past. So with that, um, I, I would say. Between Allen Robinson and all those guys, um, I think Mooney is going to be huge in the upcoming years. Um, he was a good steal for us last year. Um, we still have Anthony Miller. I don't know if he's going to be around or not. If he is, it'll definitely help out for this year. Um, just because, I mean, he, he knows the offense. And Anthony Miller is a pretty decent receiver, too. Um, uh, he just not really given a whole lot of choices um, or options. He wasn't really looked at a whole lot, and he also had Trubisky as his quarterback. So not really anyone to throw to him. Um, so like I said, Allen Robinson, Marquise Goodwin, Anthony Miller, um, Darnell Mooney, um, and then now we have Daz Newsom. Daz Newsom. So that will be a decent receiving core for Fields to get used to um, and Dalton to throw to. Um after that, we got Thomas Graham Jr., cornerback from Oregon. He's instantly going to be plugged right in. Uh, Kyle Fuller is gone. Stupid mistake by, uh, you know, Ryan Pace, but uh, you can't take it back. It is what it is. But Thomas Graham Jr., Oregon cornerback, he's going to be plugged right in. He'll probably make a huge impact right off the bat. Um, for sure, starter. I'm excited to see him play. He's very explosive. Um Watching some of his gameplay um, kind of reminds me of uh, uh, like a Earl Thomas. Uh, maybe not uh, not as hard of a hitter, but I definitely feel like he can make that sort of impact. So I have really high hopes for him, um, especially coming onto our defense because we do have a top ten defense in my eyes, I believe. So it'll be really interesting to see. What he can do, and I'm excited for that. Uh, I believe we we also got a name. Um, his name is I think it's Cyrus Tonga, defensive tackle BYU. So we added another defensive piece, um, someone on the offensive line or a defensive line. So I feel like between our defensive line and our linebackers and our quarterbacks now, minus the two new additions, um, Cyrus and Thomas, um, I feel like we already had stacked defense before. Um, and not like stacked as in like the best in the league, but definitely a top 10 in my eyes. We usually finish somewhere in the top 10, top 15, 
So you plug Thomas and Cyrus in. Um, that's another big guy on the defensive line. It's another um, quick cornerback. Uh, so I feel like we got a lot of good things rolling on our defense. Now we just kind of need our offense to be able to step up. And so uh, Fields, let's get back to Fields, uh, just because I'm super excited. If you guys can't tell, super excited about having a quarterback um, that can actually throw the ball. I know we have Andy Dalton, um, one-year, $10 million contract. Um, Andy Dalton is Andy Dalton. Um, he's had some good seasons. He's had some not-so-good seasons. But he's better than anything we've had up to this point. Um, maybe not as good as Cutler, and that's, you know, that's not saying a whole lot. But, uh, Justin Fields, uh, his whole career, because he did play one season at Georgia, he didn't start, because Derek Carr was there, and that's when he transferred to Ohio State. But, if you add all the seasons together, which is what I did, because you hit, even though he didn't really do anything at Georgia, you still have to count it. Um, he had 423 pass attempts, or 618 pass attempts, completed 423. That's a 68.4, um, completion percentage, which isn't terrible. Um, that's actually pretty decent. Um, he had 5,700 yards, um, 67 touchdowns, only 9 interceptions. So, that brings a lot of high hopes for me. And like I said, I really liked him because he is a running quarterback as well. He's very mobile. So he had 218 carries for 867 yards and 15 touchdowns. Um, that's To me, that's outrageous for a quarterback. That's very good. I know we've had some crazier quarterbacks, um, you know, do some crazier things in the NFL. But for a Bears fan like me, um, you know, I bleed. I, I bleed the Bears. So having Justin Fields um, be the quarterback that he is, the mobile quarterback that he is, that brings a dual threat, which we've never had in Chicago. Um, Mitchell Trubisky, he could run, but he could not throw the ball. Um, and then when he could throw the ball, which wasn't very often, he could not run the ball. Um, a lot of that had to do with our banged-up offensive line. But no offense to Mitch, he wasn't a great quarterback. He's not a franchise quarterback. That was a waste of a pick. Um, obviously, we could have had Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes, and onward. Um, so, you know, getting a guy like Fields, who is accurate, who can throw the ball, who is composed, and who can run if we need him to, is going to make a huge difference. Now, I do not think that he is going to start right off the bat. Now, I could be wrong. Um, even though they signed Andy Dalton to a one-year $10 million deal, um, if they go into this training camp and Justin Fields blows him out of the water, um, I think they'll probably throw him in there as a starter. But even after we drafted Fields, Ryan Pace did say Andy Dalton is our starter, but obviously that could all change if Fields goes in there and absolutely, absolutely makes Andy Dalton look like a fool in the training camp. Um, I don't think that's going to happen. I think it'll be close. I don't think Andy Dalton's that great. I don't, you know, I don't, I really don't think he's that much better than Justin Fields right now. 
Um, and Justin Fields has never played a game in the NFL. So, I think our best scenario, uh, what I would like to see, is probably have Andy Dalton uh, start and see where he can take us. He probably won't take us very far. Um, but if he can at least get a couple games in, like maybe five, um, kind of let Fields get used to the playbook, and then you can plug Fields in um, if it's that bad. If we actually have a decent year, um, let Dalton finish it out. Let uh, Fields learn from him and Nick Foles. Um, Nick Foles has won a Super Bowl. Um, he did beat Tom Brady. I'm not saying he's some franchise quarterback, but he has done good things in his career. He is a Super Bowl champion, um, and he did beat, he, you know, like I said before, he did beat Tom Brady, the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, so to learn from him um, would be pretty good because Nick Foles is pretty composed. Andy Dalton is not so much, but he's still been in the league. He still knows things that Justin's not going to know, obviously. So I would like to see Andy Dalton probably play a whole year, um, let that one-year contract ride out. If he wants to sign back as a backup, great, but he already said he doesn't want to be a backup. So let him play for a year, let Justin learn the playbook, then plug Justin in. Um, worst come to worst, like I said before, Andy Dalton plays a few games, he's trash, which is about 50-50, and then you put Justin Fields in and kind of let him learn on the fly. Um, either way, I would be perfectly fine with it, but my ideal strategy would be have Andy Dalton play a whole year and then let Justin Fields take over the year after, just so he can kind of get accustomed to everything, know the playbook, have the practices, you know, make make a connection with those guys and kind of go on, you know. And I know I say, oh, you you know, you're like, oh, Dylan, you know, you know learning from someone's not the same thing as doing. You're right. Um, he could probably sit on the bench for three years, you know, and learn from Tom Brady and he's going to go into the game and he's going to learn more inside the game than he does sitting on the bench talking to a quarterback. Um, but I don't want to throw him out there right away either. I, w I don't want to see him get hurt for no reason. And I don't want to see him lose his confidence and, die out there on the field emotionally and physically um, for no reason. You know, uh, Chicago is where quarterbacks do come to die. Um, we really haven't had a successful quarterback since Cutler, and Cutler was mediocre at best. And even he really wasn't that successful. So ideally, like I said before, Andy Dalton plays the whole year. If feel it's time to make connection with the guys and learn the playbook, Andy Dalton can sign again and be a backup, or he can walk away and we have our guy. Um, <clears throat> Bears release their schedule. Uh, we play Rams week one. Um... Unless something changes in my eyes, that's probably a loss week one. Um, I know you guys are like, oh, Dylan, where's your confidence? I don't, I don't really have any up to this point, guys. Okay? I got none. Okay? I got none. All right, I have a little more confidence than I did because, you know, we have 
we have Justin Fields. Um, and, you know, some of these new guys. But my confidence is still not there, guys. Okay? Confidence is still not there. Uh, sorry about that. Yeah, my confidence is still not there. Okay? Not there. So, that's probably a loss week one. Okay? Probably a loss. Um, and it doesn't make me feel very comfortable either knowing that the Bears had the third most difficult schedule already. We were ranked third most difficult. Okay? Get this, guys. Not kidding. Not kidding. Okay? Okay. Our opponents combine win percentage. 55%. Yeah, I know. I know. Gets worse. The record of our opponents combined. 149, 122, and 1. I know what you're saying. I know what you're saying to yourself. Dylan. Where's the faith? I got none. Okay. After all these years, I got none. All right. We picked Trubisky, who played one season over Mahomes and Deshaun Watson. We ruined all of our quarterbacks. We signed Andy Dalton. Okay. Signed Andy Dalton. I know he made playoffs last year. Okay. And that was with Trubisky and Nick Foles. But we signed Andy Dalton. That did not address our needs at all. They're lucky that we got Justin Fields. Because I know I'm not the only one that thought the Bears were not going to get a quarterback in the first round. I thought we were going to stay at 20 to try to get Mac Jones. Thank God we, we did something smart for once. Okay? Schedule does not look great for us, guys. Does not look great. Not thrilled. When you start your week one at the Rams, at the Rams, with the best defensive player in the NFL, and now Matthew Stafford, does not make me feel very confident. So, um, I was looking at the schedule. I didn't see a whole lot of... uh, whole lot of wins coming uh coming our way but I could be wrong it just depends how our how we play maybe Justin Fields comes in and it's just a, a monster you know maybe Andy Dalton goes off you know but all as I know is we don't have an offense if we don't have an offense our defense is going to do anything that's why our defense has been slacking these past couple years because they're always on the field always always on the field you know those guys need a break too but can't rely on them the whole time. <coughs> can't. And that's what we've been trying to do. We're trying to rely on the defense the whole time. It's killing them. It's killing them. Literally, when our offense is four plays on the field, off. Four out. Four and 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 out. And all we can do. Our defense gets weared out. And then someone drops 30 points on us a game. You know? Play the Lions twice, 
Play the Packers twice. Got the Vikings, Steelers. Pretty sure we got the Bills. Um, I mean, that's... It's not looking great. Let me let me pull it up. Got the Rams week one. Okay, probably a loss. I'll say, I'll say seventy thirty that we lose. Okay, week two Cincinnati, probably win. Cincinnati's garbage. If you're a Cincinnati fan, I'm sorry, trash. Then we got Cleveland. Eh, Detroit probably win. Raiders fifty fifty. Green Bay, depending on Aaron Rodgers there or not, fifty fifty. Tampa Bay loss. San Francisco. 60-40. Uh, you know, I don't know what's going to happen there. If Trey Lance is going to start or if, uh, you know, Jimmy G is going to come in. Uh, Pittsburgh. I'd say it's 50-50. They're not that great. Then we got a bye. Then we can come back and play Baltimore at home. Um, that's 50-50. they got a great defense. So it really just looks, it depends how our offense is looking. Then we got Detroit. That's a win. Arizona is about 50-50. Green Bay, again, 50-50, you know, depending if Aaron Rodgers is there. Minnesota, that's a win because they're trash. Okay. And they got the Giants, that's a win because they're garbage. Okay. And then we got Minnesota. Um, so garbage. Okay. That's that that's a win right there. So pretty much all these games are almost all fifty fifty. Um because I don't know what's gonna happen, but I mean, guys, we play Cleveland, the Rams, the Raiders, Green Bay twice, San Francisco, Tampa Bay, Baltimore, Pittsburgh, Arizona. Okay, these are these are good teams. These are good teams. That's like that's half our schedule I just named, and those look like all losses. Okay, my confidence is not very high right now. Not very high. Like I said, I'm going to give us the benefit of the doubt. And some of those games, some of those games I could see us winning. Could be 50-50. Could be 50-50. It just depends. It just depends. But if you want me to be honest, if you look at me and you're like, Dylan, just be honest. Let me have it straight. So probably losses. I'm giving it 50-50 because I'm a Bears fan. Because I don't want to see us lose. And I honestly think we can beat Green Bay twice if Aaron Rodgers isn't there. I really do think we can beat him twice. Jordan Love is not ready. That's why they're trying to keep Aaron Rodgers through all this. Because he is not ready. I'm not saying he's not good. I don't know how good he is. But he's not terrible. But he's not ready. Those could be wins. But those could also be two losses. Okay, then Tampa Bay, that's, listen guys, it's Tom Brady. They brought back everybody on that team who won a Super Bowl bat last year. They're back. That's a loss. That's a solidified loss. Okay, so you're talking you're talking, possibly three losses. Arizona, probably a loss. You're talking, there's four losses, possibly four losses right there. Okay, Raiders, I mean, dude, you could be talking eight, nine losses. You're looking at a negative record already. Okay? So, it just depends. I'm getting a 50-50. I think we got a 50-50 shot of what's going to happen. Uh, so, we'll just have to... We'll just have to see. We'll have to see what happens. Um, I'm excited, though, for the season. 
even though uh, my faith isn't very high. Um, we'll just have to kind of play it by here, see if Field starts, see how big these new additions, see how big of an impact they make. I think it's going to be a huge impact for most of them. Um, some of them I'm I'm not sure about, um, like Herbert and those guys, but um, hopefully um, Jenkins and Larry um, get in there, make a huge impact on the offensive line. Hopefully Justin Fields can get in there and get some reps and kind of learn what's going on. Hopefully uh, Daz and Thomas can get in there and make some big impacts. And we can kind of see how everything plays out. Um, so right now, that's all I have. Um, it's going to be a crazy year, especially with all the all the potential that we do have um, and all the upside and downside that I see. So um, it's just going to be it's going to be unexpected. We're, we're just we're going to have to see going to have to see. Um, but I'll be back. I'll be back soon. Uh, hopefully get another episode in next week. Um, let you guys know what's going on then. If any new additions have gone on, talk some more about the Bears, some more about Justin Fields, how he's doing in training camp. Um, actually talk about how all these guys are doing in training camp. Um, we'll relook at the schedule and kind of see uh, if we heard anything about uh, the Nick Foles trade. I know people are wanting him, but no one wants to pay the money. Um, and we'll talk about, uh, just talk about overall bears. Um, I'm a bears lover. What can I say? You know, I got, I got, I got a lot of, got a lot of not so much faith for this team, but I love them. You know, can't beat them. Join them. I love the bears. Um, thank you for joining the podcast. I'm Dylan. This is monsters of the midway and I hope you enjoy. See you next time.